Hi, and welcome to episode 24 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips, and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young women set their mind to it so that they can achieve their goals. So in today's episode, I'm going to chat to you guys about a topic that I actually have known about for a little while. You may or may not have heard about it, but I thought it might have been kind of common knowledge, and I listened to a podcast by Life Uncut and they talked about it and the general vibe was that it's not actually that common and well known and I was like well I would love to share my experiences because like I said this is a podcast where I share my life experiences so I want to share my experiences with this because it's something that's definitely very prevalent for me at the moment and even I'm going to point you in the direction of some episodes that you can listen to if you really relate to this episode so that you can hear other people's perspectives and tips on overcoming it but this is just going to be me sharing what I've learned about it so far because that's all I can do in each episode so gonna chat today about imposter syndrome maybe you've heard of it maybe you haven't I heard about it through initially Sam Laura Brown's podcast The Perfectionism Project which I talk about all the time and The reason I heard about it there is because it's got a lot to do with the perfectionist mindset because it's rooted in self-doubt and this is something that I definitely have experienced a lot and relate to and so there's an episode so first one you can go and check out if you listen to this and you want to know more and hear more and you love podcasts like I do go check out episode 149 of the perfectionism project I'm going to pop these in the show notes so you can click on those or go and check which number I've said. So 149, you'll have to scroll back a little ways. Um, But that's an episode about overcoming imposter syndrome. And I'll chat a little bit about that in this episode, but I think I'll probably share more what it is and how I've experienced it. And then the other episode that chats about it is episode seven in Life Uncut. So that's Brittany and Laura. And they just chat about all things life and relationships, but they talk about imposter syndrome. And I guess that probably leads me into what is imposter syndrome? Because it's something that you can experience in lots of different areas of your life. So it might be that you feel, basically it's when you feel like an imposter in your own life. So it might be with work, it might be um, anything, it can be anything that you're doing where you don't feel confident and capable and that you think basically the belief is that you're not cut out for it you don't feel capable and everyone else would be more qualified than what you are and it might not be that you're actually underqualified but you just don't have that self-belief that you have as much knowledge as everyone else you don't think you're the best person for the job you don't think you can do it as well as someone else could So it's just this massive self-doubt that accumulates and makes you feel like you're an imposter in the thing that you're doing. So you'll be doing it, but you'll feel like a fraud. You feel like someone's going to find you out. So you can look it up and there's some actually quite nice little images if you just type in imposter syndrome into Google and it comes up. And the one that I found, I was actually like, oh, that is so good. And I'm just going to look it up now because I was like, that's exactly what I feel and basically if you imagine I'll give you a little description but if you google it it will also be the first one that comes up imagine a circle 
and this is like a little visual for imposter syndrome, even though you're listening to it, imagine it in your mind for me. It's a circle and in that circle is what you think other people know. So for me, what I think other people know is the big circle and in that big circle, there's a little circle and it's what I know. So I assume that what I know is very small and then what everyone else knows is a big circle that encompasses that little circle and is way more than what I know. So you're just underestimating what you know and you're thinking that others know a lot more. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely feel like that. And I'll get to it in a second about the areas that that shows up for me. And then the, so that's the imposter syndrome. And then they've got here that the reality is that there's actually lots of different circles and they're all overlapping. So what other people know will be in all different circles. Everyone's got different circles of knowledge and it's going to slightly overlap with yours, but there's going to be like a little flower. Imagine like all the petals and your knowledge is in the middle and all those petals around the edge are what other people know rather than being a big circle with yours being a little one in there. Everyone's got different knowledge, but when you've got the, um, when you have imposter syndrome, you feel like everyone else knows more than you, that you're not cut out for it. So even if you're doing it, you're feeling like you're faking it and it's like, you know, maybe fake it till you make it, but you don't feel like you're going to make it. And so for me, this shows up for me with this podcast and it was like when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, it makes me want to do an episode on comparison um, because a lot of this is you're comparing yourself to what other people you assume they know and you're comparing it to other people's results. And I watched a little video in preparation for this episode and it was quite nice. It had a little visual of you're comparing yourself to everyone else and where they get with their results, but you don't see the journey that they go on. So like your roller coaster that you go, the path, like the obstacles that they have to overcome. And, you know, we imagine that everyone's got a straight linear path to getting to that result when really they might have had to do a couple of circles and squiggled around and gone back and forwards and up and down before getting to the end result. And I think you probably have seen that somewhere, you know, people showing that the journey isn't just straight, that it's lots of obstacles in the way and hopefully you can imagine what I'm describing there as well but it's just this you don't see everyone else's self-doubt so all you see is other people their start point and their end point and you're like they've done so well they don't doubt themselves unless they're really really honest and open and raw then you probably don't know all that self-doubt that they've got You haven't seen every step of the journey and things that they had to do to get to where they are, but you just see where they got to. You're like, well, they did it really easily and I'm struggling so much. So you compare your own internal struggles to someone else's outside external results. And for me with the podcast, and I keep on getting ahead of myself because I'm like, oh, this has had impact, but that's what I'll chat about in a minute. But I compare myself because a lot of people are starting podcasts at the moment. Like, that's fantastic. But for me, I compare myself instantly, which is why I was like, I almost need to do an episode on comparison, but I'll just stick to imposter syndrome for now because it's a big part of what imposter syndrome is. But I see other people that have got podcasts and I see their end result of, you know, how many listeners, well, I can't say listeners, but you know, how many people have got following them on Instagram and how many people know about it and just assuming that they're doing better than me and that they know more and that they're more qualified to have a podcast 
even if some of those people have started the podcast before me or after me and doing it on completely different things, completely different styles of interviewing people when mine's a solo podcast. But then these thoughts come in that who am I to do a solo podcast when these other people are more, I think they're more qualified or they're not more qualified, they're people that are my age. I think they're more capable maybe and that they've got something more important than me to say and yet they're not even doing a solo podcast, they're interviewing people and so this massive self-doubt comes in of who am I to have a solo podcast and I spoke about this, I'm pretty sure in episode one, like the who am I to do this and that self-doubt really just niggles away at you until you just feel like a fraud in your own life and the problem with this is, so I'll jump into this now, the impact that this has, the consequence on your life is massive because either one, you won't put yourself out there in the first place into things that you don't think you can do because you just don't feel capable in the first place or perhaps more commonly is that you will do it but you'll doubt yourself so much that you'll self-sabotage by the end of it. So the impact is, because I speak about this pretty much almost every episode, is that your thoughts create your feelings which create your actions which create your results so if you're thinking that you're not capable then you'll feel less confident the result then is that you'll take less action because you're not coming from a place of confidence and feeling empowered and capable and so for me that lack of confidence within myself and that comparison to others leads to me recording less podcast episodes so I think I've said this for the past few months. Oh, back into it now, guys. I'll chat to you again next week. And I keep on, I hate this term, but falling off the bandwagon. But if you listen to Sam Laura Brown's podcast, we don't talk about there being a bandwagon. You're not on or off it. You just try for consistency because that whole idea is bad. But anyways, that's a side note. I digress. So I stopped recording these podcast episodes and this has been something else I was like, I probably need to do a topic on but I'm just going to tie it all into imposter syndrome because I was thinking this is all the cause for it because I'm saying that I'm prioritizing other things in my life and it's probably not the truth it's probably that lack of confidence within myself means that I'm not showing up consistency consistently like I'd like to be and I'm self-sabotaging which is what the end result is that action of not recording a podcast is a self-sabotage as the result for the podcast and I want to share this with you guys because I'd love to come to you with advice and tips and life experience when I started I was like I'll be learning so much and I will do so much personal development and each week I'll just be able to come to you guys and share what I'm learning from a place of which is bad but I think that place of I've got more knowledge to share with you and it's almost that I need to be superior which is not what you want to think at all but I'm trying to be really honest with you guys so that you can relate to this because it's like with imposter syndrome you feel like you have to know more to be able to share well that's what I feel like with this podcast anyway it's probably the more specific example and I feel like I need to know more because I'm sharing with an audience but my belief is that I'm actually this little circle within a big circle and other people I assume they know more than me So I don't feel like I'm even qualified to share information because I'm like, well, people will already know that. So when you're 
putting yourself in a position like I have started a podcast about mindset when I don't feel like I know enough to talk about mindset. It's then this self-doubt cycle that's led to me not being consistent the last few months, which sucks because I'd love to be consistent providing you episodes every week. But this cycle of thoughts is what's leading to not being consistent. So I apologize if you are someone who tunes in weekly and I actually had a friend send me a Snapchat yesterday who has listened to every episode. So shout out to her because I'm assuming she'll listen to this episode too because it was a kick up the butt that I needed to stop doubting myself because people are interested. So the thing is you shouldn't need someone else to increase your confidence but sometimes it is really nice to have someone reaffirm that you are actually providing something of value and this I'll jump into this now I was trying to have a quick look at what you can do to overcome imposter syndrome to help you guys if you have really relate to this but I'd still say check out the other episodes as well because I'm still in the midst of it and that's what I've said for many of these episodes I'm coming to you from the midst of it and I'm hoping that that makes it more relatable to you because I know for me there's podcasts that I started listening to and I loved it was one person normally a female speaking on her own And I related to it so much because they were at a point that was relatable to me and now they've gone on and progressed in their businesses to a point where I don't relate to them. And so I wanted to be that podcast that bridged that gap that was relatable and I really hope that you guys feel that because I feel like I don't come from a place of I've got this figured out and I want you guys to know that I am sharing what I'm learning as I'm going and often that means that I'm learning it in the middle of everything and having to share that I don't have it all figured out which someone with a perfectionist mindset can be quite challenging but what I was trying to get around to before I went around in a bit of a circle there is that to overcome your imposter syndrome first of all is to talk about it so that's why I thought I'm going to do this episode because even though there's other episodes out there by other podcasts I think the more that we talk about it the more we can increase knowledge the more we can overcome it because what it is is that we just assume that no one else is having any struggles and because we don't talk about our self-doubt probably super openly because we like to try and come across as knowing what we're doing. If we talk about imposter syndrome and talk about the fact that the people, so for me, the people that I've seen with podcasts that are, you know, people that I know, my friends and stuff that have started podcasts as well, If I spoke to them about feeling this imposter syndrome, I'd probably find out that they had the same self-doubt and instead I've just assumed that they've got it all figured out but they might have had the exact same self-doubt and might still be sitting in that feeling. So if we talk about it, we can go, oh, that then decreases. So if you remember that big circle I spoke about with my little circle in the middle being what I know and the big circle being what I think other people know, if we start to talk about that and talk about that self-doubt, that big circle of what we think other people know gets a bit smaller, then the circle of what you know doesn't seem so out of proportion. So then you feel less like an imposter and more like you are capable to maybe do the job or to share what you know or whatever it might be. And then this is an interesting one in the video I was watching is get some feedback from others to decrease your self-doubt. This one I was kind of hesitant on because I don't think we should have to rely on someone else to reinforce our own sense of self-confidence. 
But I think when you do have that self-doubt, what's happening is that with imposter syndrome, we're not voicing it. We're not sharing it with others because we're scared they're going to find out that we're a fraud. It's like that would be the worst case scenario is that they realize that we actually don't know what we're doing. They have employed us without realizing or whatever it might be, the situation. So the video said, if it's you know a job or something, you can go to a supervisor or your boss or whoever it might be. Or if it's for me, like with a podcast, I might get that feedback from my friend saying she's listened to every episode. And then that decreases your self-doubt. So initially when your self-doubt is so high and your confidence is so low, getting that positive feedback from others can be evidence that you do know what you're doing. And this can then reinforce your confidence. I think end goal, we don't want to have to rely on external validation because we should be able to give ourselves that own sense of validation. But for imposter syndrome, just to kind of help realize that we do know what we're doing. So the example in the video was like asking your boss for feedback about the work that you're doing. People might not ask for that because they're scared that they're going to get feedback that you don't know what you're doing you're not doing it well enough but if someone actually says to you no you're doing really well like you're meeting or exceeding expectations you're completely capable of this then that can decrease that self-doubt because all of a sudden you've opened yourself up you've been vulnerable enough to receive positive or negative feedback and then when you receive that positive feedback it can decrease those beliefs and doubts you had about yourself because someone's given you evidence to the contrary of what you've been believing but you've been too scared to confirm and so that was how you can overcome it according to the video but I'd definitely say check out the other episodes and I wanted to give you the other example so I always use this podcast as an example but that's not probably going to be super relatable because I doubt everyone listening would have a podcast but for me the, the other area that this has really shown up in my life is as a physio student who's about to graduate I've just applied for jobs and it's interesting because there's different areas of physio so I've got a private practice job that's been offered to me and I feel like it might be a bit more of a common thought with new graduates not feeling as confident to go into a private practice but basically the belief that I have and that I think this is probably makes it a little bit easier that I think some other students would also feel this way because I've heard them say that. So that's where talking about it makes you feel more confident. But going into a private practice, even though I've done, so have accepted this position at a private practice, which is super exciting, I always said I would end up in a hospital and a part of that was because I felt more qualified to work in a hospital. Part of that is because I've done placements in hospitals and none in private practice but basically what I'm trying to get around to saying is that I've done a four-year degree of physiotherapy everyone kind of thinks as physiotherapy as people who treat sports injuries and do musculoskeletal stuff there's a lot of other stuff to physio though and a lot of us I think probably don't feel fully equipped and ready to go into private practice and yet here I am I've accepted a private practice job after not feeling like I would ever have been I guess capable and qualified enough and this is where it gets really interesting I don't feel qualified enough to be a private practice physio 
and I've just done a four-year degree. And so this is where imposter syndrome comes into it, is that it's that lack of confidence. Like I've been taught everything I need to know. There's nothing that I don't necessarily know that every other student that's coming out of this course should know. We should all come out with the same degree, the same amount of knowledge, roughly give or take, depending on how much extra learning you've done. And yet I go into this job next year doubting whether I will know enough and be good enough and be able to treat injuries. I have very little faith in myself when it comes to that. And so I think this is hopefully another good example that, you know, maybe in your workplace you don't feel like you know enough. And so this is where that example, I was like, oh, that's such a good example, that little circle inside the big circle. I feel like what I know is very tiny and I think that other people know a lot more. Other graduates would know more because I think there's probably a lot of other students that have had more of an interest in musculoskeletal physio and injuries than me. So I feel like I'm not qualified, but I've come out with the same qualification, but it's this self-doubt to actually be capable and perform and assuming that others know more. So that's the other area it's shown up for me. And with that one, at least, I think it's been spoken about a little bit more. And so I don't feel it as severely. But with the podcast, I haven't really had that chance to speak to other people with podcasts. So the imposter syndrome is huge with the podcast. And so I've definitely self-sabotaged more there. With my physio job coming up, I guess I haven't really self-sabotaged and I've still put myself out there and apply for the jobs because a part of me knows I've got the qualification, but I still feel underqualified for the area that I'm going into just because I'm assuming that other people know more and that there'd probably be other new graduates that would know more than me because they've just taken more interest, but we've done the same course. So that imposter syndrome can show up in different areas and I did hear when um, Life Uncut, so Laura and Brittany were talking about it, it shows up in relationships as well and being worried that you're going to be found out. I haven't personally felt that in a relationship, but it's not just necessarily work or um, anything that you've set a goal for yourself for, something that you're working on a project. It could be relationships or something like that where you just don't feel enough and that other people would be more. So give that a listen. Um, a few other points is that the worst thing about this imposter syndrome is that it's really interesting. Again, this video that I listened to, it had Albert Einstein and Maya, how do you say it? Maya Angelou, um, who are both very, very famous and they both felt imposter syndrome at the peak of their success. Like Albert Einstein, for God's sakes, didn't feel like he should have been paid as much attention as he was. And yet we kind of look at him and be like, well, of course he deserved that attention. But it's that lack of belief in self and it doesn't matter how much you succeed. So you might think once you get to a certain point, like I thought maybe by the time I got up to my 24th episode as I have, that I would feel like I have a right to have a podcast and that I'm a podcaster but I still doubt myself so much it doesn't go away once you hit a certain point so you can't hope that you're going to work your way to a point of success because it's just like the more success you achieve 
the more that you compare yourself to others at that level and think that you're just a fraud. And there was one example of this that I forget where I heard it. Maybe it was Life Uncut or might have been on a different podcast, but it was this young billionaire who like in his early 20s had achieved billionaire status with his company and he didn't feel like he was like he deserved it like he was actually on the same playing field as these other people because he was comparing himself so even though he had the money and the company there to prove that yes he was like he had earned this he just didn't feel like that he was he felt like a fraud and so he got invited to an awards night for like entrepreneur of the year and then he didn't turn up to it because he literally just did not believe that there was any chance that he would win this award but he'd been invited to it and he won entrepreneur of the year and he hadn't turned up to accept the award so someone else had to accept it on his behalf and then he continued to progress and progress in his career and that whole time though he was looking at other people around him who had bigger companies more employees but they'd earned the same amount of money like they were both billionaires or whatever it was and I think the story was that he spoke to someone else that was there and just had the realization that like it doesn't go away that feeling I think he spoke to someone who was much older than him and he's like yeah I still have that self-doubt I still feel like it could all be taken away from me that people find out that I'm just a fraud that I don't know what I'm doing so it's just a massive lack of self-belief and self-doubt and it doesn't go away even if you have a billion dollar company or billion and like multiple billions so that with that in mind I think it's important to realize that you can't just wait till you get to a point of success and that it'll go away because there's a lot of examples where that's not the case and that's just it just is it just it isn't dependent on external circumstances I guess is what I'm trying to get to because it's actually about the internal beliefs and those internal beliefs will go with you regardless how big your success gets so that's where I think when the video kind of suggested feedback from others that can be nice to decrease your self-doubt but also this self-doubt can be so deeply ingrained that even if people give you positive feedback and give you information that's contrary to your negative beliefs about yourself, if those negative beliefs are strong enough, someone telling you that you deserve it might not be enough. So you really have to do that internal work and open up and chat to others and find out that other people feel the exact same way so that it normalizes the struggles and the self-doubt that you have. So you're not putting other people on pedestals because I think that's the problem we put ourselves down low and put everyone else up high and it just knocks our self-confidence and the risk of that is that it will impact our results and I've personally experienced that and I don't want it to happen to you guys so I want you to one be aware of what imposter syndrome is and two be able to take action and talk about it so that it doesn't impact you so that you can chase your goals so that you can set your mind to it and achieve what you want to achieve I don't want it to be able to be something that holds you back so I think looking here what else did I jot down um there was a nice little term that I came across in the video and I keep referring to this video but it was just a really nice um summary of everything 
And I think this is another thing which I've picked up on when I was just doing this episode. I was like, oh, that's another little thing. Because I have such little self-doubt and like I said, I'm just being as honest as I can so hopefully you can relate to this. Um, when I do these episodes, I'll mention <laughs> each time that I've done it, I'll be like, oh, I did some research before this episode or I... Uh, looked up this video or whatever it might be I'll just say that I've done that because I feel like I need to give myself some kind of validation for being able to share this information with you guys because I when I do that it's like I'm trying to project to you that I've got that qualification or the capability or the resources or the information that gives me permission to share that with you so rather than just speaking and using my own experiences enough I keep referring to this oh the research or the that I've done the videos rather than just letting it be enough that I am speaking about something and I know what I'm speaking about I feel like I have to validate it by saying oh no I've done research so that you can trust me I do know I've done, I put in the effort trust me trust me it's kind of like that sneaky subconscious like action I guess and it's all got to do with that lack of belief that I do have something important to say that I know enough that I can share with you guys so it's like I'm trying to say oh no look there's some other stuff out there this is what other people have said I'm just passing it along so that's another little sign of imposter syndrome if you do that if you don't back yourself in if you do have to kind of fall back on other things to back yourself up it's just another sign that you've got that self-doubt and you don't believe in yourself enough. So that's an interesting one. So if you're in a similar situation and you notice yourself doing something like that, pick yourself up on it because it's the imposter syndrome at play. Um, Some thoughts as well that if you aren't sure still by the end of this episode what imposter syndrome is, some of the thoughts you might have is that you haven't earned it or that it's not worth others' interest. And that's the big one that I've found that what I have to say isn't worth others' interest. So trying to overcome that belief when it's deeply ingrained to share episodes when it's just me talking has been a really tricky one and it keeps on stumping me because I keep on letting it. I need to do the work to get over that. But yeah, those are some of the thoughts you might have. And the other thing I think I kind of started to talk about and got distracted by myself (laughs) is this term, pluralistic ignorance. And this is basically summing up what happens with imposter syndrome, but I'd never heard of the term pluralistic ignorance before. And it's probably super relatable because it's when we doubt ourselves privately, but we feel we're alone in it because no one else voices their doubts. And that's where talking about imposter syndrome and our self-doubts is going to be the way to overcome it. Because if we realize that we're not alone, that other people have had these doubts as well about themselves, people who are in those similar situations, but we think they've done it more easily. If we spoke about it, it would take everyone off those pedestals that we've put them on. And it would reduce that feeling of being a fraud because we can relate to others more. And so I hope that you can relate to this podcast and what I'm sharing and that, 
you don't put me on a pedestal because I definitely don't put myself on the pedestal. And I hope that by sharing my own self-doubts that it doesn't make you have less belief in me as someone who's coming to share with you mindset stuff, but that it gives you more confidence in the authenticity of it and that you feel like you're listening to a friend sharing their own struggles and that that makes it relatable rather than doubting the (laughs) integrity of the podcast. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think most people in this day and age and this is another thing I've been thinking about episode ideas I was like I need to start recording them Michaela pull your head in most people are looking for authenticity these days like that's what we're after in a world where we're so disconnected with social media and this is probably a little bit of a side note but authenticity is the thing that we seek as humans it's integral to the way that we connect you can't connect to someone without authenticity maybe this needs to be a whole another episode because I know Brene Brown talks about this but just reminding you to show up be authentic because I think that ties into talking about your self-doubt be authentic be real tell people that you're struggling for God's sake don't put on a fake front that you're doing well because if you're willing to open up and I think I try to do this with my friends I try to be open I don't want to be a closed book because I feel like it's one thing to struggle on your own. You don't want to have to do it like it's one thing to struggle, sorry, but it's another to do it on your own. You don't want to make it harder for yourself. Struggling's already hard enough. So let people in, be authentic, get that connection and then you can share yourself doubts and relate to people and decrease that feeling that you're a fraud and that you're not capable or not worthy or that you haven't earned it because these feelings will not go away no matter what you achieve if those beliefs or lack thereof those lack of self-belief is there so keep that in mind I hope that you've learned something from this that maybe even if you knew about imposter syndrome that you've got some more insight into the experiences and what you might need to start doing to overcome it or if you've never heard about it before I hope this was insightful for you and if you are feeling like you relate to this in one area of your life or maybe it's multiple areas for me it's definitely a couple of different areas that it shows up then you're not alone but there's things that you can do to overcome it so check out those podcasts that I mentioned I'll pop them in the show notes and thank you so much for listening today guys it means the world even though like I said it might be a bit inconsistent for those of you that are tuning into every episode I really really do appreciate it and even though my self-doubt is there I'm going to keep on trying to show up for you guys because I do really enjoy it when I get into the swing of it. So thanks for listening. And if you want to keep hearing more episodes, please, please, please jump on whatever you're listening to the podcast on. If it's on Apple Podcasts, give the podcast a subscribe, rate it and review it if you've got time. So thanks so much, guys. And I'll chat to you next week. Bye.